everyone. Welcome to this fun and exciting episode of Chatting with the Lightkeeper. I'm Edward, and I hope everyone is out there having a great, wonderful, and festive holiday season so far. Um, speaking of the holiday season, um, before we get into the actual, I guess, meat and potatoes of the podcast, I had a thought um, as I'm recording this. It's December 12th. Now, does this mean today is the first day in the 12 days for Christmas? Because that would, um, if my rudimentary math skills are right, would put uh, 12 days from now being Christmas Eve. So is today the first day of the um, 12 days of Christmas? Does it start tomorrow? So, you know, that 12th day is Christmas Day? Or is Christmas Day somewhere, you know, in the middle? Is day you know, six Christmas Day, and we go till New Year's Eve. Um, just curious if anybody anybody knows how the uh, the 12 days of Christmas actually works. Um, okay, now that that thought is cleared and out of my mind, um, I want to talk today about picking sides. And I don't mean, um, you know, I don't mean it's um, time for um, a uh, sport like in uh, in phys physical education where picking sides meant, you know, you know, you pick first, then this person picks second and and so and so until, you know, the entire class is picked and all that jazz. Or um, I guess as we've matured and grown up, uh, we all have faced that moment where we're friends with a couple and they're getting a divorce or partying ways if they're they're not married. And and while we're friends with both sides of the uh, the couple, they both are kind of pressing to make you be on their side or their team in the whole um, separation fiasco. But that's really not what I'm talking about. Um, what I want to talk about is uh, in DS, a lot of times there's, I don't know, it almost feels like an unwritten rule that um, from the very beginning, once people say, I'm dominant, I'm submissive, or even even if you say you're a switch, that that role that you've chosen uh, is is like a um, a final answer on an exam. And once you say I am this role, and you you hand that exam in, and and you're locked into it. And I think that's a lot of pressure, especially for people who are new or or even experienced people who are growing and learning as as they go and explore. So. Um, you know, I want to, you know, start by saying that if you're new to the lifestyle, please don't feel that you need to immediately or even fairly quickly um, attach a role to yourself. It, it's perfectly fine to, um, if somebody asks you, to explain that you're exploring and, and you haven't um, you haven't decided on where you fit. Um, because, you know, if you're new and you're exploring, maybe you'll discover that this isn't a fit or you only like certain aspects. Um, for example, you enjoy the, um, you know, the kinky shenanigans that come along with, with the lifestyle, but yet actually having a lifestyle relationship is not, um, not your cup of tea, but the shenanigans are definitely your cup of coffee. Um, so there, there's no need to identify with a role right from the get-go, even though it often seems like there, there's pressure to do so. And uh, a common thing that I see is that there are these um, tests and quizzes 
um, that appear, you know, on, on people's profiles on FetLife or in their blogs, where you know it it breaks down all these different um, all these different roles and the percent that someone is of a role or is not of a role, and it's and it's kind of important to note that the, these quizzes they can be helpful um, and they can also just be done just for fun um, because it's easy to game, you know, it's easy to game them. Um, they're not, um, there's no scientific basis for it. It's not like, um, you know, a kinky version of Myers-Briggs has come together and, and decided that they're going to, you know, do the science behind lifestyle roles and um, have, you know, spent years in doing research um, it's it's really just some you know kinky coder who um, has come up with these these little online quizzes. So why they can, I think they could be helpful to somebody new. I also think they need to be taken as a as a grain of salt, um, kind of like the way one would take you know those Facebook quizzes, uh, you know to like find out what character you are on Downton Abbey. Uh, that was the last one I did, which probably tells you I'm not that active on Facebook. Um, but, you know, there is a new Downton Abbey movie coming, and I'm kind of excited about it. In fact, it could be out. Um, I have a saying that, you know, I I was a history major and have my degree in history, which means I do sometimes catch on after the fact. Anyway, getting back to things, uh, by not picking a role right off the bat, I, I think it gives people a leg up in the lifestyle as they start to explore. And leg is... Uh, uh, kind of a fun acronym here, um, standing for learn, explore, and grow. Uh, when you don't pick some pick the role right off the bat, you're able to learn more about both sides of the slash, the dominant and the submissive side, because you're not invested in one side. You haven't made up your mind that that one side is a fit for you. So you're just human nature tends to skew us to where we think we fit. So if we are approaching learning and are doing so from a position where we haven't, you know, given our final answer, we're more, more open to exploring and learning about both sides and how it all, all fits. And then when it comes to actually exploring the lifestyle, getting to know people, getting out there, perhaps going to, um, going to an in-person event or, or a, um, a cyber event, um, as we explore, once again, being undecided, we are, you know, able to explore and better see things from, uh, from both sides. And, and the other advantage is by not announcing that you've picked a role. Uh, if you're new, you will experience this. And, and if you're experienced in the lifestyle, you've, you've experienced it. There are people on both sides, Dom and Submissive, um, that are on the lookout for fresh meat. That's that's their that's their kink. That's their fetish. They enjoy getting with and and getting to know and perhaps hooking up with people who are new. So by saying that you are undecided or you're exploring and you haven't picked a role, a lot of those people that. Uh, are hunting for for new people will will kind of pass you by because they've those people are typically already picked their role so they're not looking for someone that if they're a dominant that may end up deciding that they're a dominant as well uh, so that'll 
to help you avoid some of those uh, those unique people. And the other part of that is is growing. Um, as you explore and learn about the lifestyle, you're you're gonna grow. It's it's the one, I guess, lifestyle guarantee that I could put out there. I mean, this morning it's a Sunday morning, so uh, rather than watch political talk shows, I watched uh, some NFL pregame shows and. One one American football um, team's coach uh, went out in front of the media and, and guaranteed that they were going to win this weekend. Um, and while I don't have a guarantee like that, um, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, so if I'm going to hedge a bet, I'm going to hedge, hedge it on the the, uh, the lovable losers losing. Um, although they did did win last week, uh, shocking. Um, but the one thing about the lifestyle that I will guarantee is. When you come and you explore it, uh, you will grow. And um, how you grow—that's that's all up to you. You could grow into the lifestyle, you could grow out of it by deciding it's not for you, or you could take some pieces and uh, apply them and disregard other pieces. But no matter what happens, you're going to get a better understanding of yourself and and your interest. So that's that's kind of my one one guarantee I have about the lifestyle. So by not picking a role, it really helps you because when you grow, I think that growth, if you're going to decide that the lifestyle is something for you, you are going to naturally kind of grow into the role that really fits you rather than having to try and figure out that you decided you were submissive off the bat and then trying to shoehorn yourself into that label, whether it be dominant or submissive, as you get knowledge and explore. Um, in fact, it kind of reminds me of uh, what uh, what one of my favorite professors in college used to say. Um, well, rather than uh, share his uh, share his quote, um, why don't we take a short little break for an ad, and then uh, I'll share the quote, and we'll keep on chatting um, in about a minute. All right. Thank you very much for uh, listening to that uh, that little ad. Uh, it helps me uh, pay for my Starbucks addiction. Um, and, and really, that's all. Uh, if that maybe offsets is a better word. Anyway, um, back in college, one of, one of my favorite uh, history professors uh, had a saying that um, as you advance in your education, you'll learn more and more about less and less. Uh, and what, what they meant is that... Um, the more you learn on a certain subject, you typically focus in on a narrower and narrower um, field of study. So basically, you're learning more about less and less um, was his philosophy. And I've noticed the same is, is true on the lifestyle. As as we grow and and focus in on, on a role, we we learn more and more, but it's you know, about a, rather than being, you know, a wide overview, uh, we're learning more and more about a more specific area. So it tends to be less and less. And, and it does take effort to um, step back, pull back, and um, keep learning broadly across the board, rather than continuing just that laser focus on what, what we find fits. So when we pick a role rate off the bat, we typically 
focus our knowledge in on um, learning more and more about less and less, which I, I think is a little counterproductive if, if someone is, is new. So you might be wondering if, if I'm kind of um, saying, you know, don't, uh, don't pick a role. Um, if you're newer to the lifestyle, uh, where, where you might start your, your lifestyle education. Um, if you're curious about it, first of all, I would definitely recommend uh, kind of learning, learning a broad overview, um, kind of just learn the geography of the, uh, of the kinky world. Um, and as you start to explore and, and, and dive deeper into some, I guess we, since we're doing geography, um, you know, some of the continents, um, start on the, on the submissive side. Um, the reason why I pick the submissive side as a starting place, um, regardless of where someone feels they may, they may end up, um, as far as a lifestyle role is it's, it's my belief that in the DS lifestyle, everything revolves around the submissive. And when I say that, it's because um, my philosophy is that submissives always have the right to say no, and they can say no at any time and, and for any reason. It could be saying no to, I don't want to play anymore. Um, no, I don't want to wear that today. Um, or, I mean, they can say no and and halt the DS relationship in its tracks because they say, you know, this isn't working for me and, you know, we need to part ways. So the submissive, in my opinion, has the ultimate power in a relationship. And because they hold that ultimate power, learning about the submissive side um, is an ideal place for everyone to start. And even if you feel that dominance is for you, uh, start learning the lifestyle, the, some of the specifics, learn about the submissive side. Um, and if you're submissive, great. You're, you're kind of starting with, um, with where you feel you, you know, what it might be your home in the lifestyle. Um, but even if you're a submissive, you need to continue on, um, and continue to learn about the other side as well, not just, decide that, oh, I've learned about submission and this is what fits. Um, so the reason why I think it's important for a dominant or potential dominant to learn as much as they can about uh, what it's like to be a submissive is it gives them a much better, a much better grasp on, on what is going to be expected of them as a dominant. And, and while obviously it's different sides of the slash, it helps them to better understand, to better grasp perhaps some of the emotion, some of the feelings that, that are going to be invoked um, within a DS relationship from the submissive side. Um, so by learning both sides as though they have potential to be uh, the role that you pick, you you are much better informed in in no matter where you decide you you fall within the roles of ds understanding both of those sides really helps give you the um a great base of knowledge to begin your your journey as as a dominant or submissive or potentially even um and it's often overlooked but but as a switch so having that knowledge is power and having power in your in belief in yourself and what you're 
you're deciding is is really very very powerful in this lifestyle because the more knowledge you have the safer you can be and it's time for a kind of a little lifestyle reminder um but i think everyone who's listening knows that um ds can be a dangerous place there are some bad actors out there but the more knowledge you have the better you um, protect yourself from these folks because you can you can see the the danger ahead and it's also very important to remember that there's only one person that can keep you safe in your lifestyle explorations and that is yourself um, so the more you know the safer it is for you to to explore all right now i want to chat a little bit about play and if you're newer or even if you're experienced and you have never experienced play um from the opposite side if you're a you came to those lifestyle found dominance was your was your calling and you've never been on the um the other side say of a uh, of a, a paddle um I highly recommend it, uh, not because you'll find it fun and amusing, but it'll give you an idea of what it feels like to a submissive. And since we talked about starting with a paddle, uh, there was uh, a little while back, um, popped up in in my feed on FetLife, um, there was a newer dominant uh, who was uh, sharing some pictures. Um, I, I think you see it fairly often, especially on Fat Life, where, where, where a dominant or even a submissive will kind of show off uh, the results of playtime. Um, for example, with an impact toy, normally you see, you know, some redded, redded cheeks, or perhaps even somebody who's maybe a bit more, um, more impact, you know, into more into impact, where they're they're showing off some bruises. Um, if that's your, you know, if that's their jam, then, then so be it, but they're, they're showing off and nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but this, this newer dominant was showing, uh, showing off, uh, their submissive after a round of, uh, spanking with, with, with the way the marks looked, uh, from a paddle. The only drawback that I saw was that, um, you could see where some of their, some of their wax ended up above above the submissive's bum and uh had landed in the area around their submissive's kidneys um so that's very dangerous because that's a that's a do not strike zone um and you know everyone should should know that and so that's why i believe it's important if you're submissive that you learn how to use the toys you like so you can understand you know, for example, if, if being spanked with a paddle is, is your jam, where a dominant, you know, can safely use it on you and where they should avoid it. Um, and by doing that, you you get that knowledge. And so it keeps the submissive safer because they have the knowledge to understand whether the uh, the dominant they're going to engage and play with truly knows what they're doing because the submissive knows what they're doing. And if you're a dominant, I don't expect, you know, anybody who's a dominant to say, oh, I enjoyed getting spanked, although there are dominants who do, and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's an interesting thing, but there are those who do. Um, but 
when you experience the play from a submissive side, you can kind of understand better how to do it. Uh, many dominants who are newer and haven't experienced that, um, I have found don't necessarily grasp the concept of uh, warming up when it comes to, say, using a toy like a paddle. They just um, uh, will start kind of hammering away. And, you know, there's 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 a drawback to that, and it's uh, often it's too intense too quickly, causing the submissive to want to back out or, or not do that again. So I think having the experience of learning play from both sides, no matter what role you, you find yourself at a home with, really will make you either a better dominant or a better submissive or, or even a, you know, even a better switch if that's your jam. So it's important to uh, not only approach and learn the knowledge, but to get the hands-on experience from both sides of the slash. Um, and finally, I want to talk a little bit about um, how even if you've come to the lifestyle, you've you came with an open mind, you said you were undecided and discovered that, um, you know, dominance was, was what clicked with you and you invested in learning about the lifestyle and you went out and you met an amazing partner who was submissive and you built a wonderful relationship that even in your relationship, things can change. Um, there's a, uh, a couple in my my local in-person community uh they have been together for for years and years um i i want to say it's it's been 25 to 30 years um that they've that they've been you know a committed couple together um but one of the unique things about them is when they started dating and fell in love and all those wonderful things the the dominant at the time um you know enjoyed leading the relationship, the submissive enjoyed being led by them. And over time, they continued to grow, continued to explore. And then they started to morph a little bit more where, where both were wanting to explore the other side. Uh, so then they both kind of became switches. Um, and then continuous explorations, continuous learning. Now the relationship has flipped where the, uh, the original submissive is is now the dominant leading the relationship and the the dominant who uh, well at the time started the relationship as a dominant is is now submissive to their once submissive and and they're happiest ha happiest together and i think it's important to realize that you are not locked into the role that you assign to yourself when you first started exploring or came to the lifestyle that that things can change it's it and it's okay you are not somehow less than or banished from the lifestyle if you know you were once a dominant and, and now you decided that uh you know submission is, is is your home it happens people change people evolve and i think it's important to remember that that roles can involve evolve as uh people do so you know, to kind of sum up the chat today, I think it's important that um, if someone is new, please don't feel pressure that you have to identify with a role. Uh, it is perfectly fine. Um, in fact, I would encourage you to take, um, and if asked, to say that you're you're undecided uh, or you're exploring, that, that 
that is your role. Um, and if anybody pushes you to pick a side, um, that should be perhaps a warning to uh, step aside from that person. Because if you keep an open mind and explore and you learn the, the role that truly fits you, will just sort of naturally bubble up and you'll find it. And also that if you're experienced or even if you're not super experienced, but you've been around the lifestyle for quite a while, that um, your role may evolve as you grow. Um, so if you came to the lifestyle as a submissive, you you may find yourself as a, as a dominant um, later on or a dominant switching to a submissive or a submissive or dominant switching to switch. Um, so evolution happens, people change. Um, and I think it's important to remember the lifestyle is, is not a TV game show uh, where you give your answer dominant or submissive and lock it in and that's your final answer. And, you know, for as long as you're on the game show that you're stuck with it, that that's not not how it works here in the real world. It's perfectly fine to uh, be undecided or to to be a you know, to be decided, switch to undecided, or just to completely, if you've decided, switch to the other side. Um, and, and, you know, unlike Star Wars, one side is not the dark side, and one side is not the light side. It's it's whatever fits your home is the light side, and I think the dark side would be anybody who tells you you can't, uh, you can't evolve and you can't change. Uh, we... I think those with better term maybe than the dark side would be old fuddy duddies who are stuck in the mud. Anyway, um, I am not stuck in the mud. I might be old, but I'm definitely not a fuddy duddy. Anyway, on that note, I am going to uh, once again wish everyone a happy and festive holiday season, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon.